You're listening to a podcast from City Tribe Media. We're an urban tribe that helps people who feel far from God to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. For more fresh content, check City Tribe on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook. Enjoy the message, and welcome to the tribe. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He says, Be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. there's a sound that I think we're all familiar with, right? And uh, don't be alarmed. You are safe. I just wanted to get your attention a little bit. And, uh, but isn't it appropriate to what's going on in the world today? You know, yesterday was the anniversary of 9-11. Everything that's happening in Afghanistan, everything that's happening with the pandemic, you know, stuff close to home in our community, in our church. And last week we had an awesome prayer service. And this week I want to continue and encourage, I want to encourage you to continue praying. Your prayers are much needed. But let me ask you this. When there's an earthquake, when there's a terrorist attack, when there's a hurricane, maybe when there's a storm in your life, where do you turn? Are you afraid in those moments? Hey guys, my name is Joe Mena, and I'm with you today because of an emergency of sorts. Our pastors are doing good, Pastor Doug and Pastor Lee are doing good, and uh, we decided to give them a little rest this week, and uh, I'm sure you guys can relate, but I definitely want to ask for your continued prayers. And you guys also know Mark Roy. Mark Roy usually fills in sometimes, but he's actually in Louisiana doing some hurricane relief. So pray for him as well. So you know what that means, right? You guys are stuck with the rookie pastor. <laughs> so thank you guys for coming in. Thank you guys for being online. Welcome. You know, as I get started, I'm not sure if I'm the only one, by a raise of hands, how many of us use our phones as an alarm clock? Who uses their phone as an alarm clock? Look, that's just about a lot of us, you know, most of us, right? There we go. 
And uh, so I can, we can probably say that the phone is becoming obsolete, kind of like the typewriter. You know, and the young guns out there are probably saying stuff like, typewriter? What's that? So, yeah, I'm kind of old. But just to tell you a little bit more about myself, for those of you guys that don't know me very well, uh, my family and I are actually one of the first, we were one of the first families to come down with Pastor Doug when, we started, when he started this church. So he's been dealing with the menas for quite a while. And my wife, my wife Vita of over 20 years, she volunteers here periodically. Uh, we have four kids. Our youngest is Josiah. He's a handsome dude back there in the back. He's actually part of City Tribe uh, staff here. And uh, so, yeah, I love walking. I love hiking. I love fishing. I love uh, disc golf. And it's football season, and I love the Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I like Dallas, too. I'm from Texas, so I got to love Dallas. So check this out. So <clears throat> on my bedside table is my phone, right? It's, it's my alarm clock. And on one particular morning, it wasn't so much my alarm clock that woke me up. It was actually a text alert. And uh, it was about 4 o'clock in the morning. And my wife, who's a very light sleeper, says, who in the world could be texting you at 4 o'clock in the morning? And I said, you know what? It's got to be my Sancha. <laughs> That's my, way, that's my way of saying, it's got to be my sister, babe. Well, after she gave me a good morning kiss with her elbow, I actually checked my phone. And believe it or not, it was my sister, Michelle. We're on this strand with my other brothers and sisters. And she shot me a text. She shot all of us a text to say to pray for my brother, Mike, who happens to be a tugboat captain over in Alaska. What ends up happening was that she learned that there was an earthquake out there in Alaska. On January the 23rd, 2018 at 3.31 a.m., it was actually a 7.9 magnitude earthquake out there in Alaska. My brother was out there. He was actually off the coast of Kodiak. And at that spot, Kodiak, they actually issued a tsunami warning and they started to evacuate Kodiak as a safety precaution. And I love my sister Michelle, but she got my brain thinking, right? She's like, I, I got my, I started thinking, man, what if my brother's like in port, getting some groceries for his crew, and a massive wave comes in, kind of like in Thailand, and just devastates the whole place, right? So I started, I started to kind of get a little anxious, and I said, you know what, I'm going to, let me go ahead and pray. So I got up. And I prayed for my brother. And um, it's crazy what happened a little bit later. You know, I'm a morning person. My wife is like, you're not coming back to bed? I said, no. Uh, I'm going to grab my cup of coffee and just get my day going. And so I got my cup of coffee and I had this routine. Uh, do my devotion, do a little Bible reading. I write in my journal. And during this season in my life, I actually was doing a chapter of Psalms a day. And I remember this day very, very much just like it was yesterday because I was at Psalm 150. That's the last Psalm. And um, so I asked God before I started reading the Psalm, I said, Lord, you know what? Will you speak to me? Speak to me, Lord. 
and I prayed again for my brother, and then I read that psalm. I don't know if you guys have ever gone there to Psalm 150. It starts with hallelujah, and it ends with hallelujah. It's all about praise. And if you're like me, you know, sometimes I, I, I don't feel like I hear from God, right? I'm like, Lord, I, I don't feel like I, you spoke to me, right? And uh, so I sat there kind of quietly. All right, Lord, I'll praise you in my quiet place there at the house. But I just didn't feel like God spoke to me like I guess a lot of us feel sometimes. I was getting ready to write in my journal, and I just had this thought. Go to Psalm 46, right? And one of the reasons I had that thought was that just a day before, I had been assigned to teach on Psalm 46 at seminary. But being that it was so far, so many weeks behind that I'd read it so long ago, I had no clue what Psalm 46 was about. I didn't remember. And um, let me read it to you guys. You guys heard a little bit of, a little while ago on the, on the screen, but check out Psalm 46, 1 through 3 in your Bible app or your Bible if you have it. It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, do not fear, though the mountains quake, though the mountains give way and fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. You know, I stopped and I thought, wow, Lord, you, you really are talking to me, right? Because you reminded me, even though there was an earthquake, you know, the mountains falling into the heart of the sea, even though there was a tsunami warning, the waters roaring and foaming, God was basically telling me, Trust me and don't be afraid. And I think, I think that God wants, no, I, I know God wants us to trust him too as a church and not be afraid. You know, the Psalms, I love the Psalms and uh, there's so many that are ex an expression of emotion, so many of praise, just like this one. This was a Psalm of praise. And uh, it served as a reminder for me on that particular day. And I want it to be a reminder for you too. I want it to remind you that you can trust and remember our defender. And that's going to be our big idea. Trust and remember our defender. Can we say that all together on three? Ready? One, two, three. Trust and remember our defender. Oh, come on, guys. You guys are the one o'clock, the rowdies. Come on, let's do it a little louder. Ready on three? One, two, three. Trust and remember our defender. Awesome. Before we keep going, guys, let's bow our heads and pray a little. Father, I want to thank you, Lord, that you're so awesome, that you do, Father, speak to us. Holy Spirit, I ask you to move among us. I ask you to to continue to speak to us. Help us to hear whatever it is you have to say, to be receptive to that. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's kind of crazy that that particular morning, those years ago, uh, a little bit later that day, I actually got a text message from my brother. And I was kind of concerned because he hadn't texted back yet. And he shot me the text saying, thanks, bro, for your prayers. I'm in safe waters, right? 
So Psalm 46 really spoke to me and it's kind of become my favorite psalm. And um, there's four things that I learned when I started digging into this psalm to teach on it back those years ago. I want to share some of those with you. The first point is this, that you can trust God as your place of protection. The psalm starts with God is our refuge. That means he's my refuge. He's your refuge, right? He's our refuge. And this word refuge is not one of those words that we use like every day, right? Maybe we hear refugee. But refuge is, is a very particular word. In the Hebrew, it's called machase. Right? You got to get that ha in there. And it basically means place a place of trust, right? A shelter, a place of trust, machase. You guys want to speak a little Hebrew? Come on, let's say machase on three. You got to get that ha in there. Ready? One, two, three. Machase. Bless you. <laughs> so back in the day, uh, the biblical days, the ancient days, um, a machase or a place of shelter would probably be a, a fortified military position, thick rock walls, high towers maybe in the corners, and uh, the people inside would be completely surrounded by that. So that's what might just give you an idea in your head of what a machase might look like back in the ancient days. But what about today? You know, right away for me, I think of my house, right? You probably think of your house too roof over your head during a rainy day. But what's going to happen when there's something really drastic going on, some emergency, a hurricane, a flood in the area, and you need to emergency, you know, find emergency shelter? Well, there's places like football stadiums that are converted into emergency shelter. A church has been converted into an emergency shelter. And it got me thinking, what do I have to do to move that close to God where he's my machaser, right? he's my place of trust. And I think we can definitely pray. We can praise God and draw closer to him. But I think in verse 10 of this chapter 46, where it says, be still and know that I am God. I think that gives us a great indication of what we need to do during these times is to be still. Another version says to cease striving. Here's the Joe version of it. Enough already. Know that I'm God, right? Machase. You know, so we got to trust God as our place of protection. Point number two, trust God as your source of power, right? Trust God as your source of power. The psalm says that God is not only our refuge, but that God is our strength. And when I think of that from the biblical days again, I think I can't help but not think of Samson, right? The guy had the, the strength to rip a lion apart and kill it. But what about today? I think today, I've seen some of you guys out here, I think of you guys, the people that rely on God for your strength. But uh, there's also, you know, since I'm a veteran, I think of the people that are in the uniform, you know, 
a picture of people in strength. They call on God. And I can't help but think of that movie, Saving Private Ryan. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but there's a sharpshooter in there who prays before he takes out the enemy and he's helping his, his comrades. It's amazing. If you guys see that part, that's so awesome. He's that rifle and just praying the way he does. But uh, all over the Bible, there's actually a lot of different scripture that says to, to trust in God as your strength. Here's just three of them. The Lord is my strength. My help comes from the Lord. Be strong in the Lord with his mighty power. And there's so many more. So God makes us strong. So trust God as our place of protection. Trust God as your source of power. And trust God. Point number three, trust God who is always present. The psalm says that God is an ever-present help. Another version says very present help. What does that, what does that mean, really? That means constant. He's always with us. Looking back to those ancient times, I think of the story of Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? If you guys have heard that story where these guys, because of their beliefs, get thrown into a really hot furnace. And lo and behold, God was right there with them. He was in their midst. You know, maybe today we're not being thrown into a, a furnace of some kind. Maybe it's for sure people in different countries might be being persecuted for their beliefs. But you may be going through something right now, you know, depending on what's going on with you. My heart is with you if you've lost somebody. If you've had COVID, they had COVID and got, lost somebody. You yourself were scared when you contracted COVID. I want you to know that God is constant in his presence. He's with you always. He's constant. God is our protector. God is our source of power. God is ever present. And the last point I want to make is that God, because of all of that, you can be courageous. Verse 2 begins with, therefore, we will not fear. But check this out. There's, a even, there's even, a, even if in there. And you can see it with the word though, right? The word though gives an indication that there's an even if there. And here's the Joe version of it again, right? So even if the world is falling apart, Things are happening in different countries. Things are happening in our country that we don't agree with. And it's just like, what in the world is happening? You can be courageous. Even if something close to home is hitting you really hard, you personally, you can be courageous. And uh, when I think of courageous people, I, I, I cannot not think of King David his crazy courage with the giant. You know, he wrote most of the Psalms. What about today? You know, just coming to mind, I, I think of like a firefighter. These guys rush into a fire. It's like they don't, they don't care about themselves. They all that, it's like crazy courage to run into a fire to try to save somebody. And I want to tell you guys that because of who God is, you can have that kind of courage too. You can be courageous. You know, my hope today is that you guys would trust and remember that God is your defender.
He's our refuge. He's our strength. He's ever present. He's that place of trust. And check this out. God is a person. Jesus Christ, he is our ultimate refuge. He's our ultimate machase, place of trust. And for those of us who believe in him, we are eternally secure. The Bible says that those for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You know, it's awesome to think about that in the eternal sense. That's the greatest salvation there is, right? But I believe that those words speak to things even now, today, right now, what's going on in your life right now. He can save you in the situations you're in today. So will you call out to him? You know, my brother came back from Alaska. I got together with him and I asked him, I said, hey, bro, what was it about that particular place out there in Alaska that made it safe waters, right? And he tells me, you know what I did? I heard about the tsunami warning and the earthquake. We got it radioed in. I had to position my boat around some particular islands by the mainland. So in between the island and the mainland, I positioned myself there. But not only that, I was even more secure because in that area, there was a current. He goes, the island plus the current basically made tsunami waves a non-issue. So he felt very safe. And that's what he described as safe waters. You know, I want to ask you another question. Are you in safe waters? You know, here at City Tribe, we have this practice of making prayer our first response and not our last resort. And we're going to open up the front here in just a little bit where you can come and pray if you like, or you can just pray from where you're at. If you're online, you can pray right there where you're at. And uh, I want to ask you to consider, you know, I don't know exactly where you're at in your walk. Maybe you've been following Christ for a while. Maybe you just started. Maybe like Doug says, you're a spiritual investigator. Regardless, I want you to consider this. Would you be still for just a moment and consider God? Would you also pray? Would you pray that those who are experiencing crisis right now in your family, in this church, in our country, in this whole world for, for that matter, would you pray that God be with them, that God would comfort them no matter where they're at? And then one last prayer request as you come up and pray. Would you pray that next time you hear that emergency tone, that emergency signal, would you pray that whoever hears that would remember our defender? You guys come up and pray.
God, you are our defender. Help us to remember that more, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you are that river whose streams make glad the city of God. And you ultimately, Jesus, are safe waters. And check this out, tribe. I'll show you a picture right here. Picture a brother's boat in those safe waters. Could it be a picture of something you're longing for? Safe waters. So, guys, go ahead and stand up. I want to pray over you, I want to speak a benediction. Father God, I want to thank you for Jesus, the living water. And Lord, for those of us who might be going through some tough stuff, Lord, 
I pray that you calm our hearts. Provide us those still waters, Lord. Thank you for all that you're doing, Father. And I pray that everyone here today would just remember that you are our refuge. You are our strength. You are ever-present. And because of all of that, Father, we can be bold and courageous, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for having me. You guys have a great Sunday. Remember our tithing methods right there? I love you guys. Peace. We're glad you were part of the tribe today. To further connect with us, check citytribe.church.